Welcome to the Black Beetle Health Podcast. Talking all things health, well-being and equality for LGBTQ plus communities of colour. So relax, listen and enjoy. Welcome back to the Black Beetle Health Podcast. I'm Ellis and I'm back again with our co-host Patrick. Hello Patrick. Hey Ellis, how are you? I'm good, thank you. It's good to be back with you. We did our first episode together. I know, God, how, how those, long ago was that? <laughs> all those, I think it was six or seven podcasts ago. Jesus so Christ. I thought it'd be nice for us to rekindle. <laughs> yes. Get grounded. Course. Yes. <laughs> And then today we're talking about beauty standards. Mm. So Patrick, would you think it's fair to say that there's sort of distinct, distinct pressures and distinct beauty standards within the community of like gay men? Um, I can honestly say that there is. I think it also depends on what part of the community you identify as. And I think there's a difference according to also your age. <laughs> you know, our community is so vibrant and so diverse that sometimes just so segregated that it all falls under one. But it's it all depends on which area you're in. But um, it's so true. I think people think, oh, the, well, people think LGBT, um, and even that that's like one big grouping, and it's like what? yeah. <laughs> they just think that's it. But, even but no. When you get down to gay, it's like, okay, but then what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, within our community, I think there is a there's a lot of standards when it comes to beauty. And do you think you feel the pressure there? I do. I have a, I have a lot of body dysmorphia and I'm not the only one. I've noticed with a lot of my friends that the pressure to be bigger, to be bulkier, to have abs, um, to have a not have any wrinkles is it's it's it is harder in our community um i find beauty standards and there's a lot of ageism that even though people don't mention age much there is a hell of a lot of ageism which adds on the pressure to look a certain way to behave a certain way to to look almost flawless and perfect um and i kind of know where that stems from um but so, oh it, it stems from porn um, it really does stem from porn. A lot of our body images and behavioral patterns towards the behavioral patterns, our expectations of a gay man comes from porn. And I spoke to a lot of psychologists about this, funny enough. And um, they said that when porn started hitting the industry massively, it's that's what gay men looked at. You know, they looked at gay porn and expected their partners to be almost like a porn star. Um, and there was nothing natural about that. There was a lot of, you know, you're, you're a performer, so you have a certain body. But it came down, it stemmed down into our community where that's what you had to look like to be a gay man. And there's a lot of jokes and memes about if you're going to be gay, well, you have to hit first, in order, like, there's a gay package. So I think I saw a small funny clip somewhere that someone just came out. So the first thing another gay person did was present them with um, a little box with a gym card, <laughs> you know, because of course you have to go to the gym every day now. And But that leads on to a lot of um, pressure <clears throat> to perform, um, to look a certain way, to behave a certain way. And um, that comes down to anybody with a little bit of mental health issues. I'm really interested in the sort of, the, the sort of conversation you had with the psychologist. Like, what was the 
setting and how do you get the, the, the discussion of form? Um, so I have a psychological background and so a lot of my friends or people that I would meet you know, when I travel who were psychologists, I would sit down and ask them like, you know, you know for some reason we'll talk about our community and, and the pressures in it at the moment. And when as a psychologist, well, look, you'd be surprised a lot of my patients have a lot of body dysmorphia. And I'm like, where does that come from? He said, well, porn. Funny enough, in the States, a lot of it came from America. In America, I mean, funny enough, in England, we have the highest amount of steroid abuse among younger generation. And that's within the heterosexual community because younger Brits want to look buff. Look, I mean, look at Love Island. There was a guy who was voted off recently. He's 27 years old and he has a body of a 40 year old. I mean, there's, there's nothing 27 about him, but that's steroids. So we have a higher amount of steroid abuse here within the UK compared to America. But within the gay scene, that was almost normalized, you know? It's normal for everyone to be on, everyone I know in the States is on steroids, everyone, because that's just culture for it. And that's them down here, you know? And soon enough, within the gay community, it, it was the same sort of behavior, you know? Of, of well, what you watch the most of gay men, or men in general are very bit more sexually active and porn is what we look at. But he said it really stemmed down from the aspect of what you see is what you expect you would watch porn every single day and you soon enough want to have that type of body because if you have that body, everyone finds you more attractive and the expectation is if you have a body, you are an apex gay. Um, there are standards to what you're allowed to get away with because yeah, I, I have a body, so I'm, I'm, I'm God within my community. That's really interesting because something I've seen like among uh, queer women mm. is the sort of, the pressure is on themselves, yeah, but never on the person. It, obviously, this is just amongst people uh -huh. I'm in social groups with, and I can't like speak for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But um, the the pressure is never on like the partner or the person they're interested in. Uh -huh. And I've and seen a lot of um, women speak about how like they are more judgmental of their own body than um, a partner's, and uh -huh. they would think that like a partner's like roles or whatever they'd find them like really endearing but if they had the same features yeah. they'd hate self for it that's interesting you say that because it's not in ours <laughs> and there's always there's always yeah. a meme of that. there's always the meme of you know how like uh, lesbians just like worship women and but it like yeah. it is true because they're like just like wow look at this look at this part of you look at this a yeah. very specific freckle <laughs> like on your cheek <laughs> i worship <laughs> the mole on your knee and that's that's so cute <laughs> <laughs> it is it's really, it's really lovely but it's so interesting how these same people who like really glorify their partners or even people they have a crush on that uh, so there's no like real emotional connection uh -huh. there they can't they wouldn't give themselves the same allowances or the same mm -hmm. praises you know like size isn't important in the partner but all of a sudden oh i'm plus size that's an issue and yeah. i just I, I wonder why that lenience isn't there or or like like the glorification isn't there of mm. um the body or acceptance of the body that's it's it's funny because we have the pressure on the other individual it's i mean people say oh you're fine but i mean in gay men it really isn't it is you are in so I was in the spa once and I was talking to my neighbor and this guy said to me, you're fat, you shouldn't be allowed to talk. And that came from a gay man. And he, my friend just looked at him and this guy like re realized who I was with and just literally ran out of the store. 
And when I was bigger, I realized that the amount of abuse and、um, I was when I gained, I gained about three stones. So I was always a bit thinner.、Um, I worked really hard on myself to maintain that, but because of medications. Um, I ballooned. We know that medications can cause that. And within about three months, I went from 32 inch waist to almost like a 39 inch waist, and that had a rippling effect upon my own mental state. But the way I was treated from individuals was absolutely horrific. You know, you almost don't exist if you're fat. You know, and just that's it. If you're fat, you just, just, just you just get out of my way. <laughs> you don't exist. And. It's nice to hear that within your community, that you know you're you're loved for who you are, but it really isn't in our in our standards. You know, if you're going to be treated seriously and you walk down that Canal Street and you're minced down, if you have a body, you'll be treated with respect and you'll be treated with a little bit more、um, je ne sais quoi than anybody else. And I didn't realize how much I depend on my looks when I was younger to get what I wanted. You know,、um, and I realized how easy it was to get anything I wanted because. Of my looks, but when I gained that much amount of weight, to actually have someone in a spa look at me and go, "You're fat. You shouldn't be allowed to talk," out of the blue, I, mean, I just was. Yeah, I went home and almost cried. But the pressure for men, even straight men, is horrific. Among men, you know, the pressure is to act a certain way, to be a certain way, and within the gay scene, it's twice as that because the porn is all about being dominant. Butch, and I have to be a man, and then you know, it's a straight guy who's going to have sex with another straight guy, and I'm like, well, no. In real life, there are the gayest people on earth. Within the female side, the feminine, feminine, feminine generation, there was always, you know, it's now like if you're big and beautiful, it's great, but there's none of that with the with men. There's not yeah, a lot、I'm、of promoting that if you're a big man, you're still you're still sexy.、It's、True, but I, I would say that yeah, I there's a lot of talk of.、Um, You know, fat acceptance and fat liberation,、yeah. but things that happen on social media don't always translate to real life. No. So,、um, just in the same way that you know, people's perfect life isn't always real.、Um, exactly. On social media, like, like the, I think there is somewhat of an illusion of、um, liberation of w- women's bodies. Yeah.、Um, because you know, there's still the pressure. There's still the pressure to be thin, to be. Yeah, dolphin-like and hairless. Yeah. Um. To you know, um, you know, have lips a certain size, eyebrows a certain way, and then these these expectations shift so readily、mm. that you know it's so easy for people to undergo plastic surgery and then、yeah. to look dated and tacky and unfashionable because they were conforming to the time they were doing what they thought was、yeah. right to have that acceptance, and、mm. then they're plastered. Incorrect.、Yeah. That's that's an interesting one, and oh my god, that's a topic by itself. And I sometimes don't know how to be in my culture. Whether like I I, I was I did a little video, and I went, oh my god, my my stomach's hanging over my pants. I went,、oh, and I felt this immediate shame and and almost disdain to myself that I just I almost wanted to hate myself instantly because about a week ago I didn't have that, and then suddenly I'm like, oh my god, it's clear I've done something wrong. I'm going away on holiday. I have Because to... the same bodies change. They change、yeah. from week to week. I know mine does, so it's ridiculous to put standards on yourself. And then, but it's hold it. It's like that. If you look at most gay men's Instagram pictures, <laughs> and I'm on social media, so we're we're on social media. When you look on Instagram, you just have to go to that one first button, and before you search anyone, you see the list of bodies in front of you, and. 
that's a standard. You have to get your beach body. It's all about the beach body. You know, it's not just about let's go on nice holiday. It's about the beach body. And I fall into that category sometimes. I feel like I have to perform and I have to have that image there. And in order to get those, not the I don't care about the likes, but just to feel wanted. And I was like, oh God, what am I doing? You know, like this is not what my holiday is about. <laughs> but there's there's there is a standard among gay men that if you don't have a body. You don't exist, and I know that from someone who was really obese. I was obese for many years because of medications,、um, and I worked so hard in <laughs> unorthodox ways as well to get back to a size. And once I did, you'd be surprised the way people treated me afterwards. And it was like, oh, and that happens in general. You know, you get a bit more pe- appealing to other people, and that's fine. But the way I was treated as a person who was a bit bigger. Yeah, it was. I'll never forget that statement. You're too fat. You shouldn't be able to talk. You shouldn't be allowed to talk. And that just came from someone in 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 the supermarket, <laughs> from another gay person. <laughs> oh my god, the fact that that would even cross someone's mind really baffles me. And well, I think it it, it does because like because it's so explicit in your community, and I think it's really interesting that it's so covert and internal. Mm-hmm. Within mine, it's that pressure is really like you know the pressures are absolutely there. Like I, I've had someone like yeah, my friend has said before like oh, but that like oh, I want to be the skinny one. Yeah. So like that they don't care what their partner's like, or they like idolize like bigger women,、um, uh-huh. but they wouldn't want that themselves. Like I said before,、um, uh-huh. and I think you know. Do you have support within the- your community when it comes to body? You know, like is there a lot of body dysmorphia as a result to try to fit in? It's interesting because I'd say, like, we, well, we were speaking before we recorded,、mm. and you said a, an interesting statement that it's, you know, a lot more relaxed amongst lesbians. And I was like,、yeah. that's interesting. I never thought about that.、Yeah. And I'd say, because I'm in like very queer circles where you don't, like I have body hair and it's fine.、Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't interrupt like me. Like it wouldn't be weird for. Like someone on a dating app, so I wouldn't、mm. have to classify that as body hair.、Um, mm. Whereas I know there are different groups of lesbians、yeah. who like,、mm. um, who would find it very like find it repulsive. Yeah, they still they still have the standard of what a woman is and how a woman acts and、mm. what they should do and how they should present themselves. Yeah,、um, to the point where yeah, I would be disgusting to them.、Um, yeah, and I I'm not doing things right.、Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it. It's interest. It's a support. It's it's weird one as well because I feel like a lot of people like me who、right. have kind of you know accepted themselves more and maybe do grow their body hair. They had、mm-hmm. all the pictures growing up. Yeah. So maybe that's what whether the stereotypes you gathered of it being more relaxed is because like growing up, so being socialized as girls, <coughs> we were told we were meant to be a certain way. Yeah. And so we did the salvation. Um, yeah, we, we did the like plucking, waxing,、um, creaming, everything. Yeah. Um, we we did like the weird diet every two weeks. <laughs> we we did the disordered eating, you know,、mm. and we 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 like been to the journey and we're exhausted,、mm-hmm. so we've given up. You know,、yeah. we've let other views go. We've like、mm. yeah, but I know that's not the case for all lesbians, and、yeah. I, definitely some who are still very heteronormative. In, mm-hmm. in the way that even in the way that they date, so like if they're femme, they have to be with someone who's masked kind of thing. It's like lipstick lesbians and then the butch lesbians. 
you see, even those like two terms. Are so I know those, those are the terminologies that like that we grew up in, like a lipstick lesbian or yeah, lesbian. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it feels so <laughs> far from uh, what I live now. But like to the point where we'll say lipstick lesbian almost like as a joke, um, and like femme and butch and femme mm. and mask, they're very mm. much a fluid thing uh-huh. that people, you know, but, but it's on the spectrum and it doesn't, you know, present the same way every day. But um, but like the more heteronormative um, and stricter mm-hmm. groups, yeah, they're definitely it's yeah, it's definitely just perpetuating like the same um, uh, standards that yeah. exist outside of um, the queer communities. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, I think maybe that might be why you see you know like the the stereotypical hairy yeah. lesbian because they're just fed up yeah i get it i can understand yeah, that things being like all these like ideas being shoved down mm. the throat for, for years and years and i think that's what happened to me because it's like yeah i i, I had like the, the problems and the, the ones that still linger with me like i mm. i have friends who um have you know experienced the sort of eating like throughout their life and mm. where they're at now but the little the little gremlin is always there in your brain yeah like the point where i check i regularly will pick up um like a food item and check the fat content it yeah. doesn't change like the way i move forward yeah but it's a, it's a habit i still have yeah um, and it's just I, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It's just I, mean, I, do, I, I do calorie counting, but that is a good way for me to monitor my calorie intake because that's the best way. And it's it's a good thing in that sense if you're doing it for the case sake of health. Like for instance, you and I had a conversation just a few minutes ago talking about um, like when you go to the gym, is it actually because it's been healthy or is it because you want to have a certain body? And I like I said to you, I had a program myself that. I'm going to the gym today for my mental health. I actually want to go and release some stress and enjoy my workout. But if I go every single day, it's because, oh my God, pride's coming up. I, everyone I know is starving themselves for pride at the moment. I mean, I just, there's no one I know, and I know quite a few people who just are not preparing themselves for pride. You know, is that's that's the time to get your bodies out. But it's, that forms into it. Everyone's hitting the gym hard. Every, and it's just like, am I going to the gym because I, for my mental state? Or, and it gets to a point where I get so aggravated and so angry in the gym that I'm hating what I'm doing. So I just walk out after about 10 minutes and I'm like, nope, can't, can't cope with this. I have to come back when, my, when I'm actually doing it for me. <laughs> you know, I take a slice of pizza and I'm like, oh my God, I had a slice of pizza, the amount of carbs and, oh, and literally that's, you know, it's, it's disgusting to have to think that. Like you can't even go out and enjoy a meal like I did yesterday or a couple of beers before you think, oh my God, I'm going to wait today. That's going to be bloated before I go on a show. Interesting to say that because obviously people associate weight loss with health. Yeah. But, you know, that's definitely not always the case. In fact, it's, you know, it can very easily not be the case. And it is for a lot of people on a, on a, on the daily when mm. they're looking at their food intake, when they're uh, choosing to exercise, they're not always able to rationalize like you like why am i doing this yeah um and it is becoming destructive behavior and yeah. you know like a lot of a lot of um um health promoting activity does involve mm-hmm. weight loss but not all weight loss is healthy yeah um, i even said to you i know a lot of people because i you know my substance abuse issues and stuff at times but you'd be surprised how many times i used to go up to someone someone's like i've just gone back on tina to lose the weight because you know like you know, pe- people weren't having sex with me when they saw me. So 
it was just like I just go back on a Tina <laughs> and it's like which is crystal meth and it's like yeah we've all done the, the Tina diet <laughs> but it, it is when you look the breakdown part of it they didn't they hated themselves they were healthy they were doing good jobs and everything but they put on some weight and as soon as they go back into the environment or the back into the gay scene it's like oh my god and they realize the pressures of having to look a certain way and it was just a constant you know hugging your stomach because you're ashamed of it and it's like oh i've just gone back on the tina because someone mentioned my weight and i went so quickly we're broken <laughs> you know so what's your advice because obviously you're still on the journey but you're um kind of figuring out when things, <laughs> when things are toxic behaviors when things are healthy for you so what's your advice maybe a to future patrick or past patrick to get you to where you are now um, um, and beyond and then what's your advice to someone who can't identify it so um i am 39 years old i'm very proud to be 39 because i've survived another year and i have started giving up on a lot of what people think it's more the case of what i want to see when i look in the mirror for myself there's a standard that i'd like for me and of course this is there's a, there's a sense of standard to fit into but i've started remembering what drove what drove me um and just to be happy still because i've survived a hell of a lot more than i should have and i should be proud of the fact that where i am at the moment to where i was a couple years ago um and for anyone who wants to a bit of advice to them i can't say this normal stupid shit of oh yeah just love yourself it doesn't work like that you really have to understand what is it you want for yourself i i remember by reading my old diaries the person i once was and if anyone knows i have early onset dementia i lost a lot of my memories um and my diaries kind of reminded me what drove me to to want to be a certain way to look a certain way to be perceived a certain way um, i love fashion i loved it so much and that was my confidence for myself and you have to understand what you're doing for you and what you feel the most comfortable for yourself and yes there will always be pressures because that's what the world is the world is a big pressure cooker but just just appreciate every little bit of work that you do i know every single day that if you go to the gym or make sure you're doing it for your health and you're doing it to achieve something that you want whatever it is <laughs> if it's having six pack abs whatever it is just don't hate yourself <laughs> just don't hate yourself because once you start hating yourself it's it's on kindles everything you know i keep telling myself i don't hate myself i love myself because i've achieved a lot I've achieved a lot and it's just you know i can just start back the next day and just don't hate yourself that's the only thing i can my bit of advice thank you patrick and well, yours mine what's yeah what's, go on you can't ask me what's yours what's your advice to your community uh well to those it, women it, who have that pressure upon themselves yeah well i i'd say that you know like bodies do change and i think what's interesting is looking back at pictures of your younger self and thinking about how much you hated yourself then yeah. and how how disgusting you thought your body was and yeah. it, and oh my god uh, like i only had the revelation the other day that like mm. i'm oh, i had body dysmorphic disorder despite like li- literally like having disordered eating i didn't put the two and two together but i looked at pictures of, my, of myself and i was like oh, oh my god what, what what was i thinking yeah. um, and it was kind of painful to 
come to realisation with that, but I think a lot of people have had that shared experience of looking back at a photo and being like, why did I think that with me then? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you look back and think to yourself, yeah, I get it, you know. I think another thing I'd say as well is that like, why, why, what's, why us, you know? Yeah. We, we obviously don't have a, like, well, some people, like, as we discussed earlier, people do have problems with fat people. Yeah. But if you yourself don't, yeah. why, why is it an issue if you're fat? Yeah. You know? You know, yeah. like, why does that pressure exist when mm. it doesn't exist for other people? Hold yourself to the same standard. Yeah. And I know it's always so hard to take your own advice. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you very much, Alice. <laughs> it's been very informative. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is going to be an an interesting one to listen back to because uh, I don't know what we said. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I hope people listen the whole way because I think there's, you know some things that we may have said earlier on that really need our full stories and full explanation to understand fully so if you stuck around I hope you're not too triggered I hope this has <laughs> been okay for you and I hope you can get something beneficial from it yeah um, Yeah. so thank you and we'll be seeing you in two weeks time thank you very much everybody and I'm Patrick Atenas again and I will be hearing you all soon <laughs> bye bye